you up just as the song is fading out to hear you slightly off time with the zoom delay singing oh, along it, with sticks it in you oh is it really oh, oh yeah you know, oh i didn't realize yeah i'm hearing it late aren't i it's just slightly off but close enough that it's like endearing and adorable to hear you do it oh it's adorable uh, it's adorable hey we're the dbc destiny's uh best adorable children that doesn't work. Destiny's no, Bastard Children. That, that's you, don't who we, to, you don't know how to spell today. No, do I don't. I don't. It's the second of the year. It's uh, We're recording this on uh, January 2nd, 2024. It's too early in the year to be spelling things correctly. Um, I'm Bastard number three at the controls here in uh, beautiful, chilly South New Jersey. That is my friend Bastard number one over there in uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, with a bunch of hats behind him on the wall. It- that is, yeah, it's all, I always have them there. Where's yeah, the Where's the plant? The plant is not there. The The plant's on the side now. I moved it. I moved, I rearranged my basement. Okay, I was gonna say I kind of missed the plant. Yeah, the plant's here. It, it tied just, uh, it tied the room together, you know. Yeah, well, now it ties the side of the room together. Okay. I, I moved all my beer around. I moved the records around. I need more record room, so mm-hmm. and less beer room. I don't know how that works. I really should have room for both. But this is true. This is true. Have you considered uh, getting a second place? Um, like the way some yes. people buy like a summer home, but you just have a beer and a beer vinyl home. storage. Yeah, I could, I could, I could do a storage unit at least. Has, has Miss Jackie ever asked you to get one of those? Uh, what are those things that you put in the driveway? The storage boxes that just sit in your driveway. The the tough shed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh no, one of those. Oh, you could get a, a pod, pod. A pod. That's what you get. A pod. Yeah. Ooh, a beer pod. There you go. You get a beer pod and a vinyl pod. Although maybe you don't uh, want to have that outside. Probably not. No, the beer will be fine outside. Mm-hmm. Can you get a refrigerated pod? Is that a thing? Your refrigerated pod, put an actual bar in there. People just walk in around the neighborhood. They knock. There's a secret knock. You, would, you would become the most popular house on your street. Who do I have to teach the secret knock to? Though? Everybody? Or is it just a few people that, just, that know this? Just the about? neighbors that you want uh, to involve. If you have neighbors you have problems with, don't invite them. Okay. Don't give them the knock. To I them, would it's lo- just a pod. Yes. Yeah, they don't know what's really going on in there. Although they do wonder about the thumping bass and the um, uh, death metal from, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Crazy. The sense, the sense of Grigabog. Uh, yeah, that one or that penis reconstruction thing you were sending me. Oh yes, yes, that was interesting. Oh, you know what? I oh, I should have that. Wait, we we can't just say penis reconstruction thing. I, I, we can because I did. I just did, and it's well, you can't. We gotta say what it actually is. <laughs> no, so I I 
<laughs> so everybody really gets the background behind this. I was digging into, I was going back through um, uh, like Invisible Oranges and Metal Sucks, uh, the websites, and going back through their um, top 10 lists of the year and listening to some metal. And there was one guy that did a whole bunch of uh, brutal death metal, um, if you know what brutal death metal is, and grindcore. Um, and and they said this one was interesting. Um it was a group called Retained Surgical Instrument, which by itself, okay, that just sounds like a death metal band. But the album is called Penis Trauma. <laughs> and the, the songs are uh, Cut Your Dick Off, Erection Dissection, Frankenweenie, Cock on the Cob, and Kickstart My Cock. Kickstart My Cock. You know, I have to say that, you know, some of those are incredible, but really, Frankenweenie, that's just lazy. Frankenweenie, like they're just uh, just taking my cocks on there. Yeah, but Frankenweenie, or like really, is that is that one for the kids? It's the most child friendly yes. one on there. Brutal death metal for the kids. Brutal death metal has got to be one of those genres where you can never have heard anything of it, but when you hear the name, you know exactly what it is. Right? If you don't get pig squeals, you aren't doing it right. If it doesn't if sound you, like if you understand lyrics, you are not doing it right. If it doesn't sound like slaughterhouse core, then uh, it's not. You're not doing it right. Uh, all right. Well, we uh, are are officially wrapping up uh, the year 2023 uh, with this week's show. As uh, I'll be presenting my uh, favorite songs of the year. Last couple of shows, we went through Bass Number One's Advent Calendar. His uh, 24 top songs. Uh, that he revealed per day on Facebook, and then we played a whole bunch of them on the show over the last couple of weeks. Um, and like last year, uh, we're now taking a show for me to play some of my favorites. Uh, and so that's what we're going to do. There's no song exchange on this one. Uh, no first listens, because there ain't nothing to first listen to. Oh, my uh, God. Am I, I, I was telling you, for the first time, I think, ever, including the other years at Christmas, my feed didn't even refresh. So my title feed has a here's here's all the new releases or I should say all but a, a subset of new releases on Friday usually there's about a hundred on a regular week hundred and twenty something like that it didn't even refresh did you get it the kept, did you get uh, the five new Ryan Adams records yesterday oh my God really mm-hmm. no yeah of course he did yeah four five. four new studios and one live oh God. I'm I'm sure I did. I just didn't look at it. I haven't looked at anything. I've just been listening to brutal death metal. I listen to cock drama. <laughs> yeah, I only listened to one of them uh, so far, and it's his um, like Husker Du replacements, like minute and a half long. Nineteen eighty. It's called nineteen eighty five, and it sounds like nineteen eighty five. You know, Minnesota hardcore garage rock stuff. Um, and then I haven't gotten to the others, but, uh, yeah, no, the dude just, uh, just dumps music out rather unceremoniously. What with his, uh, you know, uh, canceled self out there. You can't even like the, no music sites even mentioned the fact that these things dropped. They just dropped. It's interesting. Isn't it? It's pretty crazy. Like just effectively like zero mention, but that's another story for another day. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to get to my, uh, top 15, uh, songs of 2023. Um, I'm going to post this, uh, my playlist, uh, to our, uh, our page. So you can, you can see the actual playlist that this is coming from. 
Um, it's it's a, it's a good mix. I'm happy. I, I labored over it quite a bit. Um, the thing that I, the overarching theme though, that I'm going to say that makes this so different from previous years and different from yours. Okay. And I don't know why this happened, but the sheer amount of known artists in this one is astounding to me. I went back and looked at like the last couple of years of playlists and I do not have the concentration of like, and I'm going to put it in air quotes, household names, because it depends on who your household is, who knows yeah. these. But, like, there's enough of them where I'm like, really? Like, that's where I was this year? But, huh. again, labored over it, and I'm like, no, these are my favorite songs of the year. So there was some really good mainstream to semi-mainstream stuff out there. It wasn't all, you know, th- there's plenty of obscure stuff in here, but I was very, very shocked by that. That's the trend. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting in itself. So that'll be interesting because I was, I was kind of curious because, you know, I, I, we uh, we we haven't had a show that's all focused on one person except for this one. So mm-hmm. I was kind of curious as you go through to fifteen, how my interest is going to be mm. in, well, in hearing these and how eclectic, uh, how many Brian Eno songs you're going to get in there that so I'm going to be like, oh god. So there's none of that. Um, I will tell you that of the fifteen that we're going to play, we're going to start these in just a second. Of the fifteen, one. Uh, two of them appeared on the song exchange. Okay. And then one, two, three, I believe three, I could be wrong, appeared on first listen. Interestingly enough, I was surprised to see more first listen tracks showed up on mine. Although I guess, could the same be said? No, not for you, but you had like the Iggy Pop was on there and that was a first listen track. Yeah, and Iggy, yeah. So it wasn't, a, well, I was not the only one to be bringing those tracks, but no, I was just, that, again, very shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked at that too. The, now the big question is, what's the over under on the number of songs out of the 15 that I'll like? Um, that is a great question. I, I, I think a good number of them you will. I, I have the ones earmarked that I think you won't. Okay. And that's fine. You know, it is what it is. Uh, again, I'm not going to like everything. Trying to, uh, but we're going to be as positive as we can, especially when we're tagging the artists. Um, but yeah, we'll get to these 15 right now. And um, I'm kind of bummed that we ditched the song exchange because I was trying to sneak my 16th in because it was something. Oh. That, it was something that came out right at the end of the year. But I'm going to save it for since save we're it, so, save it. since we're so low on uh, on stuff for song exchange. I will save it till next week. But it is a. Uh, it's a good one. Um, all right, we're going to start with number 15, and this is, in fact, one of the ones uh, that appeared on the Song Exchange back in the day uh, earlier this year. It is from a uh, solo artist. Uh, his name is Roger Sellers, but he goes by the name Bayonne, um, who has released uh, three LPs starting back in 2016. His 2023 album was called Temporary Time, Um he is a electronic musician, uh, definitely some Tame Impala overlap, uh, maybe a little bit more eclectic than that, or a little bit more experimental, interesting maybe sonically. But uh, this is a track called Right Thing. Uh, I don't exactly have the exact data when I brought it, but uh, this is my first uh, track, number 15 on my list, Right Thing by Bayonne on the DBC. Uh, best number three's favorite songs of the year.
My number 15 favorite song of the year 2023 is by Bayonne. The track is called Right Thing, and you can find that on his uh, uh, release called Temporary Time, which came out uh, later this year. You recall that song from the Song Exchange? What's that? Say that again? Do you recall that song from the Song Exchange? Oh, no. See, that, that, and see this is the thing that I'm, I'm thinking of. I, I've never been able to figure out, at least recently, what songs stick in my head and what don't why i remember some and not others mm-hmm. like i to me that is the first time i've ever heard that song that's crazy yeah and i don't know why because I, I, I but there's certain things i forget out of my own list too this is very uh, true I, I, it's nothing uh <clears throat> it's nothing personal it's it's just a uniformly you hear so much stuff something really has to stick but the question is what is the thing that causes it to stick for you yeah i listen to thousands of songs a week right so it, it in order to stick it has to be special Mm-hmm. Um, I like the song. You're one for one. I mean, it's a good song, but no, it was like, I've never heard it before. <laughs> well, I promise you, you have uh, friends of the program. I hope you uh, enjoyed that one a little trek down memory lane. Again, not that many song exchange uh, songs in here. Uh, we're going to, in fact, uh, move to one that's not, although it very could have easily been uh, track number uh, or song number 14 on my list is from a Madison, Wisconsin indie rock band called slow pulp. Um, actually based out of Chicago now. Uh, they formed back in 2015, put out a record during COVID called Movies, which I, I did definitively remember hearing um, during the pandemic. And uh, they released their second full-length record on Anti, so they got signed to uh, a made mini-major, major-mini, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, with their release called Yard. And this is... 
it's sort of a woozy, gauzy sounding, uh, you know, is it indie gauzy? rock. Gauzy, yeah. It's got the just has like what this. What does that mean? Like this, uh, almost like a warped kind of like when you hear it. You, when you hear it, I think the word will make sense. When you when you okay. hear it, you'll, it's a very the way the guitar everything is treated. It just kind of sounds like warped and gauzy. Um, Gauzy. The, okay, huh? It has a very uh, catchy chorus, a, a sort of an earworm of a like a doot 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 do, that kind of thing that gets stuck in your head. So I have quite enjoyed listening to this song uh, since it came out in July. So here is a track called "Doubt" from the band Slow Pulp. My number fourteen favorite song of twenty twenty three. Check it out. my number 14 song of the year slow pulp is the band out of chicago and the track is called doubt you can find that on their uh, second release this year called yard which came out in the summertime all right two for two on what i liked and yes. oh for two on what i've heard <laughs> <laughs> well now that was to be fair that one i didn't bring it's, it's possible that you listen no, to that's that. fine but i listened to it you know you might have you might have listened to the entire record and it just didn't land if, especially if it was in a busy week of I don't. I, I'm going back as I'm 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 l- listening to these tracks and hearing what they are. I'm going back and looking at the album covers on title and uh, 
I don't recognize that one. So it, it, it's always funny. We've talked about this before is I listen to a hundred plus albums a week on a regular week. And yet for some reason, our feeds don't overlap all that much. It's true. It's true. And I don't know why. And I don't know how you find things that I completely just miss when I've got all these new things coming my way. I feel like we're going to have a run here uh, for the next couple of songs that that's going to fit. Uh, that's also going to fit the bill because I don't know that any of them crossed your feed. Will be interesting to see. Um, I, I will say maybe it's time. I, and I don't want to put more work on you, but maybe you got to create a database to log everything you've listened to so you know. Like, is there any utility in that? I don't know. Just jotting down the album title and the in, uh, into a spreadsheet. List. Another you, list. You love lists. I do. And now that you said it, I'm going to have to. There's no <laughs> other option. Like, I Damn used to do you. that when I was at TSR as the MD. I used to, I had the Book of Death. And it was the one where I wrote down all the stuff I passed on so that I would remember. Uh, and, like, I kind of put, like, a little snarky thing, like, you know terrible indie rock or whatever like that so if somebody called and was like hey so what'd you think of the whatever record i'd have i could flip to it and no terrible indie rock terrible indie rock or <laughs> sounds like a dog's butthole or whatever my whatever creative thing i'm sure i have that somewhere should dig that out sounds like a dog's butthole you, ha you have that somewhere uh yeah i'm sure there was plenty of stuff i heard back then that could uh fit that definition all right, moving All on. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it just for you. How's that? Well, it's perfect timing because we're starting. Starting a new year. Starting and, a new and year. And there's absolutely nothing in the feeds. So I'm starting completely fresh. Yep, but then this way you can definitively know when I bring something like this, oh, wow, that just didn't go in my feed. I didn't know it. Or you go, oh, yeah, I did hear that. It didn't leave an impression whatsoever. All righty. I'm sorry, I've created more work for you. Maybe I'll rank them. I'll put a <laughs> oh, number God. to them. Don't do that. Don't How go. many tracks I've listened to from each record? <laughs> Paste the cover in there for yourself. You know, I don't know. All right, we're moving on. Uh, the next artist is called Amtrak, and if you try searching uh, for him on uh, on Google, obviously you're going to get redirected to Amtrak, much in the same way that uh, uh, Scourge from a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, redirected to Scourge, right? And so you had to do that extra little step. Well, Amtrak is A-M-T-R-A-C, um, and he is uh, electronic uh, artist, multi-instrumentalist, producer. Uh, his name is Caleb Cornett uh, in real life out of Kentucky. Uh, he's been around for a bit, had an album come out in 2011, and then kind of went dormant. Uh, for a little while at least album wise and then i came into him uh for 2020 he put out a record called odyssey which is where i caught he caught my ear and then that's what put this new record this year called extra time on my radar very dancey however this track which is the leadoff track on the record called heard me right is more of a uh like a synth pop kind of thing it, uh, there's a little bit of lcd sound system in it um, it has a dance beat to it, but it's a little more like just straight up synth pop. He's the singer on it. Usually he has, sometimes he has guests on, but the voice you hear is him. He only does a little bit. And then it's uh it's just really, really cool produ production, cool synth tones. See what you think of Amtrak. The track is called heard me right on my uh, favorite songs of 2023.
There's music from Amtrak. The track is called Heard Me Right, the lead uh, track off of his uh, album that came out this year uh, with a little synth pop tune, some cool production there. I'm going to be one of the hardest segues from this to my next one. Uh, but yeah. It's it's always interesting when I when a little pieces stick in my head and I think of other songs. But part of the keyboards um, mm-hmm. during the the non vocal parts um, reminded me of the Zini Nini Let's go all the way. You know, Sly Fox back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I hear that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah definitely some very some very yeah. vintage uh, uh, synth sounds in there. I think that's yeah. kind of what appealed to me. Uh, All right, so we're we're keeping track. O for three on on he, uh, knowing the songs. Yep, and, and three for three on liking the songs. And I'm right with you in order right now. I think they're getting better as we go. Oh well, good. Uh, I, I'll probably uh, derail you here uh, for the next two. Um, so this one is I brought this artist of this band called Object Heavy, uh, but not this particular song. Uh, way back, it was in the 700s, I think, uh, song wise. You know, we're up to nine something now. This was in the 700s. I think it was called For the Better. Um, they are a soul, like, uh, neo soul, a little bit of funk, some gospel on some other tracks. Uh, the record was called Love and Gravity. It's their debut record, which came out this year. They're from California. They have one of the worst web pages I've ever seen. It's made with Squarespace, um, but honestly, worse than CEO at business.net. It's pretty lame. It's unfortunate because the record is so good, and it's one of those things that just sounds timeless. Like you play it for somebody, and you go, "There ain't no way this came out in 2023. This sounds like it could have been in the 70s or something." It's huh. just, and this particular track called 1028 that we're gonna hear just has such a timeless like melody and groove and you're like it just makes you feel good this i love this song so much but again a hard detour out of the synth pop of amtrak so i'm glad we have these little talk breaks here because otherwise this would not flow very well but there it is 1028 this is the name of the track from the band object heavy uh on my favorite tracks of uh, 2023 check it out Last week, now we're here on the other side. How can I be weak? You can't hold up your own lies. Don't be stepping now on me. Can't tell what's on your mind. And there's really no telling what can happen in a night. Can you tell me how long is it gonna take until? It's about 10, 28 
And it's time we move along It's not that I can't wait Just that I can't seem to go on And it's not that you're always gone It's that I always feel alone Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you tell me how long Is it gonna take until you're home? I'll be right beside you I can hold you not like that that is just so good object heavy is the name of the band uh the song is called 1028 from their debut album love and gravity my 12th favorite song of 2023 i'm not sure why you thought i wouldn't like that you you, you don't you don't know that i'm a soulful mofo no i know <laughs> soulful mo soulful mofo mofo a soulful sofo mofo. mofo a soulful mofo no it was i think it was more just a hard uh the hard shift out of it but um but yeah that is oh, I, yeah. I saw you grooving over there so i knew it was working and so my my question would be though um oh and we're four for four on on both of them mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep it there I'll, I'll have to chime in when i when i've heard something before um but my question would be if that fits your top 15 yeah why did you not bring that song to the song exchange? because i had already brought them i brought for the better uh, oh, you, you brought it while it was a Lucy, probably. Then? Uh, when it was a pre-release single, and we had talked ah. about not doing the um, bring another song from the same project kind of thing. Gotcha. It, it wasn't after the after you'd heard this. Yeah, so. no. I mean, for the better it was, was a, before you'd heard this. For okay. the better was a great song, and then I heard the record, and I'm like, yo, for the better, take a seat. Ten twenty eight is where it's at. That is a just a stunning song and again like you hear that and you go how is that if we did if the grandpappies had happened and you did the what decade is this that absolutely would have fallen 
uh, into that category. It's just a great song and definitely check them out. And maybe if there's any web designers out there that would like to um, uh, offer up their services to help them out, they deserve a better website. Their music is so good. It's just like, look at the bio where you wear the bio. So like even the font choice, it's just like, come on dudes. But I guess they're putting all the energy into the music because the music is so incredible. And I guess something's got to lag. It's got to be the website. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I told you. Oh wow. You you see it right up front. Mhm. Oh, Space Party Funk up right up front. Space Party. Where's Willie P in the SPI? All right. Uh moving on to my number 11 choice and again a a hard detour out of the um the synth pop of Amtrak and even the uh, you know retro neo soul of Object Heavy. We're going alternative R&B here um, with Tanache, who is a known quantity for some. Yeah, at least I've heard of the artist. Um, uh, I was reading up a little bit on her. I've, I've heard a couple of her records in years past, and I quite enjoyed My whole thing with R&B and rap is it has to be something, there has to be something that hooks me in. And so that alternative label where either the production is kind of not your usual production is what's going to grab me. And that's what grabs me here with this particular song, which essentially sounds like an R&B song over a Radiohead track. Um, does, your, does your wife know that Tanashi grabs you? Uh, we don't talk about that. Right. We don't talk okay. about Bruno and we don't talk about that. All right. So um, make sure she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> be trouble, trouble, trouble brewing. But she, um, I didn't know. Were you aware of a girl group called the stunners in the, the early 2000s that's where she apparently got her start she was an act so. she was an actress she was on two and a half men had a recurring role i never watched the show but a very interesting I watched, I watched every episode of two and a half men well, then, I look her up. then you've seen tanache then um but uh really kind of came into uh, awareness of her with uh records like joyride in 2018 hmm. um and uh uh, 333 in 2021 she put out a, a pretty short it's her sixth album but it's pretty short it's only 20 minutes long uh it's called baby angel it's spelled bb slash ang 3l baby wow. angel um and it has a track on it called needs that made a bunch of uh best songs of the year uh the fader had it at number 10 on their list uh pitchfork had it at number 46 Oh, Pitchfork. I'm just saying. You you know it's good if Pitchfork has it on their list. That is not the case anymore, but I'm just merely stating. uh, The Needle Drop, whatever that is, had the the record ranked as 39 of the year. But anyway, we're going to hear a track called uh, Talk To Me Nice, which, as I said before, sounds like, to my ear, uh, you know, an R&B singer over top some kind of Radiohead-ish track and that's really what pulled me in so again a detour from the previous sounds this might be the one that throws you off the uh the perfect score but we'll see check out talk to me nice by tanache on uh my favorite songs of 2023 
what I want Mix up my days, got me in the days Stuck in the face, I'm back to me nice Come get me late, sing me lullabies yeah. Come drive me crazy, so I catch a flight Mix up my days, got me in the days Stuck in the face, I'm back to me nice Come get me late, sing me lullabies yeah. Come drive me crazy, so I catch a flight music from Tanache. The track is called Talk to Me Nice, and I want 100% validation that I was right about the alternative R&B over a Radiohead beat. Please, and thank you. Sure. I, I think I might have gone like a little Portishead more than anything feel else. Like a Radiohead, I get you. Like Kid A Radiohead, like that particular Kid A Radiohead, uh, yeah, okay. That, that was interesting. I have a hard time, honestly, imagining you grooving out to that. No, uh, stuff, it just man. doesn't. I don't know. I don't picture you listening to it. But then again, I groove out the throat goat every now and then. So, you know, you never <laughs> which, expect which that you will not find me grooving out to. By the way, no. Okay, never mind. Then. All right. Um, um, I can say it because I'm not going to tag her, but I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that thrilled me too much. No, of course, I did not expect that I was going to run the table here and go fifteen for fifteen. Um, that's, that's tough that's tough it is it is and i and i already i know a few on here already that are going to be holes but that's okay that's the game we play but uh for those of you that do enjoy that uh do check out the rest of that ep it is very good and i will say 
uh, as a sneak preview of next week, my um, 16th track that I was trying to sneak in as part of the song exchange, also an alternative R&B track, uh, which came out at the end of the year and I'm a very, very big fan of. So we'll see. Uh, All right. Next up is a Denver, originally a Denver-based band, now based out of Nashville, a group called Wildermiss. Or Wildermiss. That I'm not 100% sure of. I should have looked the pronunciation up. Uh, maybe there's an interview or something where somebody says it. It's W-I-L-D-E-R-M-I-S-S. So Wildermiss or Wildermiss. I've been saying Wildermiss in my head the whole... Sounds right. Wildermiss. Uh, they are um, a three-piece uh, that put out their debut record uh, called Levitate in October of this year, but they started the year out by uh, putting out an EP uh, called the New Year EP, which is where I found uh, this track uh, called Elvis, which we're going to hear in a moment. And it it also features on the full length record. So if you listen to the full length from October, you'll get the track as well. Um, This is the last track on the EP and it is just, it is a creeping sinister. There's just something about the pace of it. And there's like all sorts of, weird little noises kind of coming in and then this chorus just kind of explodes and she's yelling Elvis has left the building and like it's just there I it's a really cool song it's not indicative of what the EP sounds like or the album as a whole it's definitely the darkest thing um but I really liked it and it's just kind of a an ominous little groove so check out uh this track called Elvis by Wildermiss my uh, 10th favorite song we're in the top 10 10th favorite song of 2023 Check it out. We're just a little uncomfortable Like waiting for the leaves to fall Sarcastic
my 10 favorite song of the year the lurching throbbing mess of a noisy thing called elvis by wilderness uh, you can find that on their new year ep which came out in january or on their lp which came out in october a song is featured there as well pretty cool track right yeah oh i like that very much um still haven't heard still haven't heard any uh tracks before this so i'm over six on that front oh okay well, you're not going to be with number nine. Uh, okay. We're we're bringing it because it's. Uh, I believe. Did we not do this one on the uh, song exchange? Which one? Uh, number nine, Ellie Golding. Did we? Did oh. we do Ellie Golding on the song exchange? Not the song uh, exchange. Um, a first listen. Did we do her on first? Maybe we oh, didn't. I, I doubt it. Okay. All right. Uh, interesting. So my uh, real quick. Everyone knows who Ellie Golding is. She said huge hits. I mentioned at the beginning of the. Uh, uh, show that there was a, there were a number of like known quantities in here. This is certainly one of them, uh, but certainly not for this song. I, this record came out uh, this year, and I feel like nobody paid attention to it. I don't think it yielded any hits, as far as I know. Uh, uh, I the re- the record was called Higher Than Heaven. Well, you should have. Uh, it's fantastic. It's her fifth uh, studio album. Came out in April. And my my main thing that I wanted to say before I play this song mm. is. Um, 
that you on your list had Carly Rae. And during our talk about that, I mentioned how disappointed I was with the Carly Rae Jepsen record and how I wish there was, you know, some more of the stuff that I am used to her from stronger songs. For my money, the songs that Carly Rae should have been singing are on the Ellie Goulding record. These songs are the ones that I want Carly Rae to do. Um, and so this song, uh, Just For You, which is my ninth favorite song of the year, absolutely you could hear coming out of Carly Rae Jepsen, either Emotion or or the record after. Um, it's just a great pop song, catchy, up-tempo, everything you want from her. Um, and yeah, this is actually a really, this surprised me how much I enjoyed um, this Ellie Goulding record called Higher Than Heaven from April. Uh, here is a track called Just For You on the DBC, my favorite songs of 
song is called Just For You. You can find that on the album Higher Than Heaven, which came out back in April. Really, really solid pop album from top to bottom. So I don't remember that track in particular, but I do remember actually listening to the record now that I think about it. Um, but it didn't stick with me. I feel like we had a conversation about it. Like, I feel like it came up. We might have. The only reason I do I, I remember is because I went to Wikipedia and I, I immediately recognized her photo. Because mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I wouldn't be able to pick this woman out of a lineup. Yeah. I, she's She doesn't have a distinct look we, to we, me. We're in a, but we're also in, a, in an era of pop music where you have some that are like hyper recognizable because they're, it's about an image thing. So like a Dua Lipa, like obviously everyone knows what she looks like. But then you have these other ones that like, you know the name, you've heard the songs a million times, but you couldn't pick them out of a lineup. Like, what the hell does, uh, um, of course, I can't think of a name off the top of my head, but like some of these anonymous pop singers that you hear, it's either like all image, like you absolutely know who they are, or couldn't pick them, uh, completely anonymous. Like the Matchbox 20 of uh, of, of pop, <laughs> or the Bastille, or like those bands that you're like, who are these guys? Oh, I would never pick Bastille out of a lineup. That's no one, sure. no one did. I, there was an. I remember reading an article years ago that was talking about that—the anonymous nature of like rock stars now. You didn't, you know, used to be you knew every member of a band. Or Switchfoot uh, has nineteen thousand different singles that all hit number one, and I couldn't pick out that singer from in a lineup. Neither either. could I. I. I possibly stood in line at like you know Firestone next to yeah. that dude or something. Who knows? It's possible. Um, anyway, but a good song, though, either way. Yeah, no, solid record. Definitely worth a re-listen if you're looking for something uh, nice and poppy. Uh, moving on into, uh, I, I had to catch the, like, 90s, like, grungy, like, the band's doing that sort of sound. I had to get that somewhere in here. There's a lot in my expanded playlist. Uh, but I, my for my money, the best of the bunch is a band called Narrowhead um, out of uh, Dallas, I believe. Uh, and they are, uh, yep. Out of Dallas, they have been around for a little while. I came to know of them in during the pandemic. They were another pandemic discovery with their second record called 12th house rock. They put out their third record this year called moments of clarity. And one of the singles off of it is this tune. Just again, another, like could have plucked this out of an, you could have told, you could tell somebody that this is an obscure single from a nineties band that never made it. And be like, oh, check out this little obscure little nugget. And somebody would buy it. Somebody would believe it and say, this totally came out in 1996. And it was just buried on some major label. And, you know, you never heard of it. Because there's tons of stories of those bands, right? That were just uh, uh, anonymous like that. So here it is. Caroline is the name of the track by Narrowhead on uh, my favorite songs of 2023.
There's music from Dallas band called Narrow Head. The track is Caroline from the Moments of Clarity LP, their third. And that is my ninth favorite song of the year. Very hum, very yeah, pumpkins hum. a little bit in there, that pumpkins distortion. I, I don't get it, though. So I, how do I know them? Because if we were doing the grandpappies, and again, we were kind of scrapping that, I think. Mm-hmm. But if we were doing the grandpappies for the what decade is this again category, mm-hmm. I had a different song in there called Sunday. There's no way I listened to that. And it wasn't part of the song exchange. How did you introduce me to them that I had a different song in there? Where was this for last year or for? No, this year. Um, so they put out a, I guess I, mm, did I put that in there? I think they did a split single with the band Mama. I think that's what that's from. Oh, maybe you put it in there. Maybe I put I it in. Gonna- it's possible. I was going to say, it's been in the list for a while, Narrowhead. And I'm like, I don't, I, I, it wasn't part of the song exchange or anything. Although, so it wasn't although full disclosure, I don't know that I've been in this tab on, on our, on our spreadsheet. So I, it might not have been me. It's, it might've been it's, something. It's it, on the record. It could I mean, have, it's on the, oh, is it? The moments of clarity record. Yeah. So then maybe it was a record that you heard again, all the reason for you to keep track of the records you listen to. Cause then you'll know, Oh, I heard this and no man, this is listen to this record. No way. I don't know. I don't know. Something I don't happened. Know, well, but also keep in mind, you started picking up Lucy's this year too. So it could have been a Lucy that, uh, crossed your path and you were like, Ooh, this sounds like the nineties. This goes in here. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Interesting. Very nineties though. So, and the only one you're going to find in the remaining, uh, a bit of my, uh, list here that I think fits that description. We're going to go number seven, the first and of only what of only, you don't even know. <laughs> no, this the is the first? this is the only one that I brought to the song. No, second, uh, Bayonne and this one are the only two that I brought to the song exchange. So a repeat in the sense that hmm. we heard this on the show, um, and it is a band called Snooper. Uh, and a do you, don't remember this one. The name doesn't ring a bell. Snooper uh, is uh, awesome. The record is like fifteen minutes long, and five of it is this. Um, and the rest of the songs are like these little blasts of just caffeinated energy. They have paper mache puppets and props at their gigs. They just have ridiculous fun. The record is called super snooper. Um, it is just, it's just a lot of fun and, and very caffeinated and all of that. If you look up pictures of them, they just look ridiculous. They are a quintet out of Nashville and this little song, uh, which we're going to hear is the closing track on super snooper called running and it's got a little bit of that uh, that kraut rock kind of that groove, and then some building noise, and uh, it's it's very cool. I feel uh, I'm going to know this because I feel like you've given that explanation before. You've heard it, it before. Rings a, it rings a bell. You've heard. You'll probably recognize it. Um, but uh, yeah, this is one of my faves of the year. In fact, it is uh, my eighth favorite song of the year. So, "Running" by the band Snooper on uh, my favorite songs of 2023.
That is the band Snooper. The track is called Running. I want to see them live so bad. I'm watching a loop of a giant paper mache puppet on Spotify. Uh, just seems like it would be a lot of fun to see those guys. Check out their record, Super Snooper. Do you remember the track? No. Really? No, but I'll oh. tell you what. That's my favorite so far. And 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 finally, because it, it, you know, if if you listen to the show the last two weeks out there. Um, I would say our vibes are very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is the, and, and that's perfectly fine. That's why we work uh, well together here. Um, it would be boring if we were just bringing the same shit. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the first thing you've brought with some aggression and that's where my head's at. So, you know. Okay. Uh, I can't promise you a whole lot of aggression for the remainder. So I got six songs left and what I'll tell you of the six, two of them are unknowns. Uh, one of them is well known to a certain subset of the population, and the is other that me? and the uh, you no a, a sizable subset, including you, uh, and then the other three are massive stars. So okay. uh, we are into the stretch now where we get into the massive star stuff, and I am um, just as shocked as you that I am sitting here at the end of the year bringing a Foo Fighter song to the table. Oh, wow. Really crazy. Uh, on this show, it's always been known. You have always been very pro Foo Fighters, although you've had your things about, they don't make great albums, but like the singles are impeccable and you know, whatever. And I've always had a problem with anything post, uh, color in the shape, maybe the third record. And then I just find a lot of it to be tiresome. I find the singles to be boring. Samey. I just, I don't like the path that he's gone down. I prefer that old, really vintage uh, Foo Fighter stuff. But, and I might be in the minority here because I've talked to a bunch of people, you, my wife, I love their new record. And a lot of people have been like, it's okay, or it's the death album. It's kind of a little repetitive or whatever. I think it's the yeah. best thing they've done in years. See, I think it's not only repetitive, but it's every single thing they've done before. I don't see any intriguing moments in that record at all. So again, it's just interesting how two people can hear the same thing completely differently, right? You as a longstanding Foo Fighters fan just does don't connect with it. And then me as the skeptical, like, all right, I guess I'll do it out of like duty. I got to listen to it. And then uh, blown away. I think I'm a duty duty and then blown away by it. And just like, this is fantastic. So, um, my sixth favorite song of the year is a track that we played on the first listen when we did the preview of it. Um, and it is the song in which, uh, Dave Grohl, uh, harmonizes with his daughter, Violet, uh, Grohl. And it is a track called show me how, and it is a, just a gorgeous song. It is not a particularly aggressive Foo Fighter song. It's more of a vibey track. He sings in his lower register. Thank God. Got to save your voice, Dave. You can't be doing the screaming nonstop or you're going to blow your voice out. It's nice when he kind of goes down and is a little mellower. So um, love this song. Love the guitar part. It's called Show Me How by the Foo Fighters from their 11th studio record, which is called But Here We Are, which came out back in June. So check it out on the DBC, my favorite songs of 2023.
Music from the Foo Fighters, featuring Dave Grohl's daughter, Violet Grohl, on backing vocals. Show Me How from the, uh, but here we are, uh, record, which came out this year, my sixth favorite song of the year. And if you told me that at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't have believed you. The Foo Fighters song would be on there, but I yeah, love it. I agree. I love it. And I, I want, I want, I was not I, expecting that. I want a, uh, I want to live to see a world where maybe Violet Grohl and maybe Cornell's daughter like start bands and start having careers. I think that'd be really awesome to see some of these uh, legends continue their in their families. I mean, I don't think Francis Bean is doing anything, but uh, it'd be cool to uh, see. Uh, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I, that's not what I'm into with the Foo Fighters. I need a pulse. Mm. Um, but I did. I, I do have a Foo Fighters playlist uh, that I, I've shared with the public. And I did put uh, two songs from that album on "Under You" and "Nothing at All." Not that one, though. No. Also great. Those are great songs. I mean, again, I'm really, really surprised how much I like and how much I've revisited that record. It's the most I've gone back to a Foo Fighters record, maybe since um, the one that has a rope and the uh, the one with Bob Mould on it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, um, it's the since that one. That's the last one that I really was like, ooh. And white uh, was it white limo or something? White limo, on? yes. I needed more white limo. That was the last Foo Fighters record that really hit me. And then there's been like three, at least three, in the middle. I was like, oh, these are bad. Uh, and this one really hit me. So uh, congratulations, Foo Fighters, you won me over. I don't know for whatever that's worth. All right, moving on to another huge name artist, one that I see uh, T-shirts for everywhere. Uh, in my particular line of work, um, and this is a song that we definitely featured on the Song Exchange, you pulled this record, you pulled this track off. Um, it did end up being a single, so you do hear it in the uh, grand scheme of things. It's probably the, eh, is it the most, no, I don't want to say it's the most well-known song on here, but it's certainly in the top like two or three of songs that people would know. It's Gorillaz uh, from their uh, Cracker Island record. Really? which they put out back in August. Uh, and this is the song featuring Tame Impala and Booty Brown of the far side uh, called New Gold. Um, it is absolutely my favorite like song. If I'm turning on the radio in uh, in 2023, that's the one that I want to hear come on. on like, this is on the radio? Yeah, yeah, 104.5 plays it quite frequently. Oh, wow. uh, only thing, I think it's the only thing off this record that, that, that they played. I, yeah, um, I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to terrestrial radio. Screw I, that. I don't listen that often, but when I do, I want to hear this track. This track is just so good. Uh, it is New Gold featuring Tame Impala and Booty Brown. This is Gorillas with uh, New Gold on my favorite songs of 2023. Run 
to the hills cause the end is near fifth favorite song of the year and maybe one of my favorite gorillas singles uh that's right up there with feel good inc or uh, clint eastwood for my money um that is just so good it's called new gold features team tame impala on the hook there and booty brown doing the rap gotta love a name booty like brown. booty brown um, yeah no I, I like it too now i certainly recognize that one so that's two in a row i recognize there so you go too bad. well but leave it leave it to the food fighters and the gorillas to do that well you're gonna definitely recognize the my number four because it is the only artist in the top 15 that we share in our end of the year countdown do you believe that we actually share an artist no, not at all. Uh, we Based do, on this list, no, absolutely not. We do, and it's but it's not the same song. So in your okay. top 24 and in my top 15, there's exactly one artist that spans both, but the track is different. Uh, I don't, I, I, I'm sorry, I sprung this on you at the last minute. If you got a chance to glance through, if you have a guess, but if not, uh, I, I did tell you that uh, uh, there is an uh, artist in here that is... Uh, very well known within a particular subset of the population, maybe not to everybody. Like my mother might not know them. Okay, uh, so it's this one. Yes, um, this is the subset. 
So this is a subset, which means uh, there's only one of two options here. Okay, well, there you go. We got to narrow it down. Who you got? It's either it's either Muna or the new pornographers. You are incorrect on both. Wow. You are incorrect on both. It's not a song that we played on the show. It was one that we talked about. It's higher up in your uh, higher up in your uh, chart. I like don't know. I mean lower. I mean like in the in like, I think it was in the twenties. Ghost. Yes. Really? There it is. Yeah. So uh, the band my number four is Ghost, the uh, band that I certainly was aware of, but didn't. I, I've never really been into them or really followed them. But this year we featured this. Um, covers ep that they did called phantomime which you brought to the uh it was either the song exchange or the cover the segment. cover segment i don't remember which uh enough so that uh the genesis cover jesus he knows me made your uh top 24 of the year sure uh, and uh one other song on here made my top five of the year and that would be the final track the tina turner cover we don't need another hero really is my number four song four, of the year. Wow. So check it out. Here is Ghost with a song y'all know, but a version you certainly don't on the DBC. My favorite songs of the year.
10 at the beginning of the year if you'd uh, said, you know what's going to be in your top favorite songs of the year? A Tina Turner cover by like a sweet, they're Swedish, right? Yeah. Like a Swedish uh, metal band. Uh, I would have been like, nah, there's probably, oh yeah, well, next thing you're going to tell me there's going to be a Foo Fighters song in there too. Good story, pal. And here we are. Uh, just a, what a, and, and honestly, the Genesis cover, give it a running too, because that's fantastic. But I just give the edge to this one. Two um, different ghost covers both end up in our top songs of the year. Yup. How unlikely is that? Yup. Mm-hmm. And this was in my, uh, when I had started, started assembling, because I had sort of the top 10 kind of, or top five, top six, like kind of mapped out pretty well in advance. And when I saw it make your advent calendar, I'm like, oh my God, that's kind of wild. But here we are. Okay. Here we are. That brings us to the top three. Uh, as I said, I promised you two unknowns and then one, you know, massive, you know, thing that everybody knows. We'll get to one of the unknowns right now. And this, to me, is the biggest tightrope that I have to walk with you uh, in terms of stylistically. So one of my other threads that I haven't really uh, gotten to uh, on this list or much on the show is my love of lo-fi uh, uh, type yeah. stuff, home recorded type stuff, guided by voices, that kind of thing. This is not a GBV song. I would not put any of their stuff on here, but uh, I did at the very beginning of the year in January, one of the first records that I got into uh, was by uh, X pilots, uh, which is actually just one guy. Uh, named Ethan Oliva. Uh, Oliva. Uh, he is out of Pittsburgh. Apparently a scenester. He's been in like a million bands. Some band called Barlow. A band called Sober Clones. A band called Gadge. G-A-A-D-G-E. Gadge? No, Gadge. Uh, and, and a hardcore trio called Living World. I guess he's just in a bunch of stuff. And then he also does this sort of DIY home recording type stuff. Um He's been recording for years, almost like a decade, and he compiled these uh, songs into a proper album, uh, self-titled, called X Pilots. And my favorite song off of it is the. It's, this is actually the not the first time a bunch of these songs have been last tracks on records, which is weird. The Snooper song, the Ghost song, um, but this one is a track called Punch in the Gut, and. Again, it's very lo-fi. It's very woozy. It, the, the thing that appeals to me is the guitar part. It's this looping sort of guitar part that I can just sort of zone out to, space out to. It's intertwining. It's just it's a headphone listen. I, if Of anything on this list, I feel like this is going to be the hardest sell for you. Okay. So uh, just prepared you for that. But if you enjoy a little lo-fi, something a little uh, you know home-recorded sounding, this is just a great little vibey song called Punch in the Gut by X-Pile. It's my third favorite song of 2023. Check it out.
His music from X Pilots. The song is called Punch in the Gut. It is the final track on their self titled debut record. And I cannot tell you how many times I, you know, you find yourself like humming a melody or something to a song. I can't tell you how many times my head was that guitar part during the entire year, just humming that, um, hmm. that sort of looping guitar part. There's something so catchy about it um, that I just love. Easier to go down than a guided by voices track, or easier to go down than guided by voices? Yeah, for well, sure. Let's not, go. Uh, not your bag, yeah. but not my bag. Nope. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I'm not saying I'm done with guided by voices, but I, I, it's when they their new stuff comes out, it's really a chore to get through. It's like, dude, you've written enough great songs. I think we can stop. Um. All right, two more. I've got a huge star and an unknown. Do you want to take a stab at the huge star? Do you think you know who it might be? It's nothing we've played on the show. I I don't know how I'd ever figure that out. No. Okay. Well, this is the one. This is the one thing where I have overlapped with the, um, I guess, the music press of the year in terms of like accolades, and it's not all. A lot of times, I dispute things that are top of lists and magazines and polls and whatever this is one where i absolutely am on board with it because i think it is phenomenal and it is worth every bit of press that has gone on to it and that is the record from olivia rodrigo called guts yeah see and i like the record but i didn't think it was as good as you did it is one of my favorite albums of the year in terms of just start to finish there's a couple of bumps, but here's what she does right. Sour, I quite liked, but I found a bit of it to be too mid-tempo, ballady, you know, not going the right direction. She obviously heard the people who were saying, yo, when you do the rock stuff, like, it's really good. And she doubled down on that. And some of the stuff on here is just she got limited the ballads to, you know, only a couple. And she's turned up the guitars. The, the melodies are just on point. I struggled so much between the song we're going to play and Bad Idea Right, which was the one of the singles off of it. Um, and was actually, I think it was Rolling Stone's Song of the Year or Pitchfork. One of those had it as number one song of the year. Fantastic single, but I decided to go with an album track, um, which I cannot believe that a pop star of this magnitude put out a song that sounds this raw. Like the production on this just does not sound like pop star sheen she's going for scuzz even the effect on the vocal is great i love this the track is called ballad of a homeschooled girl and it is from olivia rodrigo's sophomore album guts i love her and i hope she continues Uh to like this trajectory because she may be like the pop music savior if she keeps going this way because it's really really good stuff so check it out if you've not heard this one you're in for a treat it's ballad of a homeschooled girl on my second favorite song of 2023.
searching how to start a conversation on the website. I talked to the top guy, swore it was his type. Guess that he was making out with boys in the whole night. Everything I do is tragic. Every guy I like is gay. The morning after a panic. Olivia, Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl from Guts, an absolutely phenomenal record that you should check out. And that is, for my money, the best moment on the record. Just a great rock tune, right? I mean, that song. rocks. Yeah, it's a good song. I agree. And the production on it is just so. It sounds like a band playing. It sounds real, it doesn't sound artificial. And it's just amazing that that's on a mainstream record a song that sounds like that just does not kudos to her kudos to the people around her producers whatnot who are just letting her do her thing and uh people are responding so good on you olivia we got one more and this is my final one for the night and we're gonna wrap things up uh this is it so this one's a i have not had any real like shoegaze dream pop stuff on here at all obviously that's a big thing i'm into um, this was my, apart from the music that Spotify, um, identifies as my most played of the year, like the background music that I put on in my classroom, yeah. this was the first like quote unquote real song, um, that popped up. So it was the one I listened to the most beyond the instrumental stuff that I have like on every day in my room that skews my results. Uh, and it's from one of my favorite records, uh, of the year called dark fire heresy, and it's by a band called Drag. That's with two A's, D-R-A-A-G. They are a uh, L.A. band, five-piece. Um, again, I think I've said this with a couple artists. Found them during the pandemic. They put out an EP. And then this record dropped uh, this year. Has a lot of really good songs. Um, and this is the lead-off track. And it's just a really lurching... has a lurching tempo. Has just big 
massive shoegaze sound to it, a little bit of dream pop in there. Great guitar stuff. Another total headphone listen if you like that kind of stuff. So here's my favorite song of the year, my most played song according to Spotify, Learning to Live With It by Drag on the DBC. Check it out.
There it is, my most played song of the year, Learning to Live With It, by the uh, Los Angeles band called Drag, and uh, therefore my favorite song of the year, uh, from their uh, dark, whatever it was called, something heresy. <laughs> Close the tab out. Should not have done that. I'm terrible with album titles anymore. Uh, dark Fire Heresy, there it is. Uh, but that is it. Those are my top 15 songs of the year. It's a good list. Good list overall. It's all, uh, I feel like it's it's diverse. There's some there's yeah. some things that are just like me to a T, uh, and there's a lot yeah. of the bottom. Your number one song is you to a T. That's for sure. <laughs> there, as as it should be, right? Although yeah. not last year. Remember last year was new metal. Uh, I had uh, the what was it North Lane song? Oh yeah, that was definitely not me. This is more on brand this year. Oh, it certainly is. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we hope you enjoyed that. We hope you enjoyed Bastard Number Ones. Uh, advent calendar as well so you got 24 from him you got 15 from me if you can't find something in those 39 songs like what the hell's wrong with you man yeah there's plenty of good stuff out there and there's going to be hopefully plenty of good stuff this coming year so we can uh, continue to add to our ever expanding song exchange list and and continue to do these cool little end of year lists so um that's it time to put 2023 in the rearview mirror man Cool. We are cool. Done. It was a good. Uh, it, it's it's if you can dig into it, there's good music to be found everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, yep. Don't just stop listening to the Imagine Dragon songs from like ten years ago. Yep. All right, we are gonna go and uh, wrap this up. We'll be back next week with an all new show. I can promise you, there probably won't be a first listen. Uh, <laughs> God no. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna try our best to scrape together a song exchange as the uh, new music for uh, the 2024 ramps up. Uh, but we will certainly have plenty of good content for you. We'll figure it out. Trust us. Trust in the bastards that we will put together something for you. So thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Facebook and send us emails and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, that's it. We're gonna get out of here for bastard number one. Who looks like he's about ready to hit the hay? We record yeah. this late, folks. Uh, this is best. Well, late as late for old men that uh, you know go to bed at eight thirty. There so. you go for bastard number one over there. This is bastard number three at the controls saying we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Ta ta. Bye for now. Say goodbye, number one. See ya. Bye ya. Yeah.